Hey everybody, how are you? This is Lori Haywood, uh, Maine's window. Hang on a second, I gotta just adjust my camera a little bit, you guys, excuse me. We're just getting some things uh, squared away on this window. And now I'm gonna be turning on another camera, so forgive me again for a moment. Let's see how this goes. I am a Bible teacher. And I'm so glad you're here. And we'll get started here in just a moment. We're teaching on uh, the power of conversation and uh, what that means to us as uh, believers. I know we've heard a lot about it. Um, and uh, Sometimes we, when we hear information um, more than once, we tend to go on autopilot in our mind and we stop um, listening and learning because we, we're hearing something that we're used to. Um, we're used to hearing, so we kind of go on autopilot. We kind of shut down a little bit and say, oh, yeah, I've heard this. I know about this, but we're actually not living it. Hey, we got another audience coming on board. Thank you so much. Excuse me, everyone. I've got to introduce myself to this uh, lovely crowd. My name is Lori Haywood Maines, and you are in the window of um, Michigan. Thank you for joining Um I actually have a website, my husband and I do. I'm just going to pop it up there, lauriehaywood-mains.com. And um, these broadcasts are archived under the watch menu. And listen, um, I'm a Bible teacher. I teach the Word of God Monday through Friday for about 35 minutes or so. And what we've been talking about, we're going to dive right in. What we've been talking about is uh, the power conversation and what that means to us and why. And we started this on Monday. This is a um, this is uh, beyond important. Uh, this this um, particular subject is life itself, uh, especially. Um, it's, it's important to everyone. Everything that comes on these broadcasts are important to everyone. But if you don't have the Spirit of God in you, you need the Spirit of God in you to be able to live in the kingdom of God while we're here on earth. When we all pass away, we're going to go uh, to um, uh, heaven, but, but right now we're living in this world. And uh, for the believers, we're living in a the kingdom of God here on this earth. And for the unbelievers, um, you are uh, living in the kingdom of Satan. I know that may shock you, but if you hang out with me on these broadcasts, it'll all make sense. Um, before I got saved, I was in the same situation. And so that's just the truth of the matter. But again, I can't really go into that right now because we have a massive topic that we've been talking about since Monday, and that is um, our conversation and what that means. So well, let's just get started. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verses 17, um, uh, Paul is talking about um, the new man in Christ Jesus. And the Word of God says, uh, therefore, 
If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. So for the unbeliever, uh, what God did was he sent Jesus uh, to the earth and he reconciled um, the, the uh, human race back to himself uh, through Jesus. So what he did was he wanted us so much, he sent his son down to make reconciliation, to bring man back to him. Because when Satan came in the Garden of Eden and deceived Adam, he broke the um, the life between man and um, God. So God uh, um, immediately had a plan on how to get his man back. And that was through Jesus Christ. So the first message here is that God is not mad at anybody. He, he never has been mad at his man. He lost his man. He loves his man. And as soon as man was broken fellowship with him and is and broke the uh, life, the, the spiritual life nature that he had of God, he instantly had a plan. And that was to send Jesus Christ down to the earth to reconcile man to himself. So I, I just want you to know that up front for anybody that is listening that uh, this uh, this um, God life is because he loves you. Uh, he loves you just as you are. But as my pastor says, he loves you so much he's not going to leave you as you are. So um, together it is a journey. When you get born again, ask Jesus Christ to come into your life and get born again, and boom, you now you have the nature of God, and you'll begin your journey like we all have. And we're all on different levels because we've all come in at different times. So you don't compare your life to anybody else. Um, this is your relationship with your Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, and the Almighty Spirit of God that gets imparted into you. What a beautiful dream that is, but it's actually reality. We're so blessed. So 2 Corinthians says, Therefore, for this reason, if any man be in Christ, there is a new, they are a new creature. Old things have passed away, dead and gone. Look, all things are become new. God has reconciled us to himself, by himself, through Jesus Christ. So my point being is that um, we had two, we had a, we, we were, we have been born again from the sin nature, from the death nature. And in James, uh, I'm going to read real quick. This is so important. So hear me out as I read this. I, I, I can't go any farther without reading this. Uh, James is talking and he's saying, um, uh, he's talking about a conversation. For if any, in many things we offend all, if we, if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. What does perfect man mean? That means mature man and is able to bridle the whole body. But look, we have put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body with the what? With the bit in their mouth. Look, also the ships, which though they are so great, and they are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a very small helm, what whithersoever the governor wants. Even so, the tongue is a little member among our body, and it boasts great things. Behold how great a, a matter a little fire kindles, 
and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the seas tamed and has been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is unruly, it is evil, and it's full of deadly poison. Now, I'm going to stop right there because I'm, I'm going to break that down a little bit. So what, what James is saying is that we're going, we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the man that is not born again. Okay, I was at one time not born again. I got I um I actually got saved when I was twelve, so I'll go back to that. But I rededicated my life in full maturity in 1987. But so what what happens is for the for the the man that's not born again, I'm going to start with that uh, that has never received Jesus Christ as their personal savior, and um, <clears throat> you would know. Because you have to be mature and adult enough to say it yourself and receive him in. If you haven't done that, then most likely you're not saved. But you, the good news is you can get saved right now. So <clears throat> I encourage you not to go another step until you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and get on the right side, the good side, the life side, the power side. So what happens is before you're born again, because of the fall of man, because Adam gave up our birthright, uh, Satan became God of this world. Man bowed to a fallen angel. And when he, bow when he bowed to the fallen angel, the fallen angel took man's place. And that was who had dominion over the earth. It was Adam. He was made in the image of God. So Satan became the God of this world at that time. Man fell. He fell from God. He was spiritually disconnected. Now when he dies, he's going to hell. With that, his whole nature became the nature of what he bowed to, which was a fallen angel, spirit of pride, spirit of fear, Satan, the fallen angel, Lucifer. So man now is a fallen, in, in his fallen state, his body is now going to die. He wasn't ever intended to die. He was a, made in the image of God to live eternally in that particular body at that time. But now that can no longer happen because he was disconnected. Now his body is going to die. and But his spirit's not going to dwell with God. It will dwell with the enemy unless he gets saved. But the point of this is that when he fell from uh, God, what fell was everything. The earth fell. Um, the the um, uh, chaos came. And, and, and most importantly, what fell in man was his conversation, was his tongue, was his uh, ability. He no longer, excuse me, he no longer had the ability to talk life. What is life when I say that? Life is everything, everything outside of negativeness. We are not custom to this because we are so used to being raised in a fallen state that to, to grasp what I'm saying in a moment is very difficult, but it can be done by the power of the Holy Spirit because this was the original intention of man and God. 
So if it was the original attention and there's salvation in us, we now have the capacity and the capability to re-enter into this state. It is a state of mind. It is a state of understanding. And it is a real uh uh, it is a real thing because we have the Spirit of God in us. And, and in 2 Corinthians, it says, therefore, now this is what he's talking about. Okay, you can see the man fell and, and death came, but with, what, what, with that is a fallen conversation. The ability to speak life at all times because Adam did not know how to talk negatively until his fallen state came. He didn't know what speaking death was. So now, the, in 2 Corinthians, what is being said here is, for this reason, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, okay? Born again. And old things are passed away. Everything that the fallen state of man had, the death, the, 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 uh, he didn't have ability to have a good conversation. All this stuff has passed away. Look, he says, all things have become new. What's that mean? That means not only is your, um, you're going to, when you die, when your body dies, you're going to live in the kingdom of heaven. But what that means is all things have become new, which means the speech the conversation, the God conversation, the God kind of talk, the ability and the capacity to be able to talk life every day has returned. But with that, it's never automatic because now we have the power of choice. Because of the fall of man, um, and God is not a controller, now when we, we have choice whether we want to receive Jesus Christ into our life to begin with, why somebody wouldn't would only be because they don't understand that they're going to a lake of fire when they check out of here. You don't have to, but you do have the power of choice, and God will never step in your way of that. But, so what is being said here is that now we have the power of choice. Okay, so I received Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, and now, now at the same time, I still have the power of choice. So yes, when I die, I am going. When my body dies, my spirit will live eternally in, in a kingdom of heaven. But that's just not how God intended life to be. God intended life to be heaven on earth. And then you check out and you go to, to you go to the kingdom of heaven. So you go from glory to glory. And he he created man in his image to have dominance in this earth. Everything that was here was given to man. Here, go. You name the animals in Genesis 1 and 2. You name the animals. You name. You name. This is yours. You say, Adam. What is this, Adam? Whatever you call this, Adam, this is yours. He gave Adam all power to use his tongue to name anything he wants. We're still doing that today. 
actually. I mean, that, that really has never stopped. We just don't understand what we're really doing and, and really the, the power that is even in the fallen state of man is unbelievable, let alone the born-again man. So now we have choice. So I can choose to train, learn, get closer to the Holy Spirit in a relationship and develop the Spirit of God that is resides within me depending on how much I enter into that type of relationship depends on how uh, much dominance and glory I live here on earth, which was what God wanted for us to begin with. You have to know that there is nothing evil in God. There's, he says, my thoughts uh, 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 of you are good thoughts, and my thoughts are higher, meaning more powerful, more loving, more uh, everything for you than you could possibly imagine. If you think you want good things for your kids, he, he's triple times that. But he's gotten the bad rap by Satan. Satan has talked uh, man into believing that God is making people sick and God is making people poor and God is mad at everybody and he's bringing judgment down and he's going to, you know, do this kind of thing to you if you make a mistake. That is that he's no, that's why I'm here. That's why I, I uh, the Holy Spirit is reaching out to you through me, through these broadcasts. To bring reconciliation to you in every area of your life about um, our God. He's tired of getting the bad rap, wouldn't you? He is a personality, and he's a big personality. So he doesn't. What you don't like, he hates ten times more. I shouldn't say hate, but um, he doesn't like it. Okay. So let. So Jesus said, and and to show you what Jesus said about the tongue. Okay. In, when Jesus was talking in Mark uh, chapter 16, verses uh, 15 through 18, and he's talking to his disciples, he's, he's, um, he's given them um, a, a command, he's putting something into motion, he's putting something into action, and he says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, and they shall speak with new tongues. That's Jesus' word. And so much so that this, this topic, this topic is life and death. The, the, the word of God in Proverbs says there's power of life and death in the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And in um, Galatians 3, 13 through 14, the word of God says we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. What was the curse? The curse was separation from God, fallen man into the spirit of fear. Death was now his clothing and fear was his, um, his helm and death was coming out of the conversation. And at that time, man lived a whole lot longer than living now because, see, they were created eternal beings. They didn't know how to die. 
It took years and years and years for Satan to twist the, the, the conversation, the ways of man, the perversion of man, that now finally man is dying at 100 years old. And before it used to be eight and 900 years, but they were actually intended on living eternally. So, uh, it, it, again, that's momentum on the, ne on, on the negative side, see? So, your words, we are not talking about um, watching, like being kind to one another, um, not calling people names. All that is good, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want to be calling people names and so forth and so on. But that's not what we're talking about. What, what... What God wants you to understand, people, is your conversation, your conversation, your, your, what, how you live, your, your conversation is your footsteps in the earth. Where you're walking is you're walking on your own words, okay? Um, in, in James, I want to go back to this, this part where it says, um, this is so important that it says uh, <clears throat> the tongue can no man tame. It is unruly. It's unruly evil and full of deadly poison. But this is the part I want to focus on. But the tongue can no man tame. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brother, this ought not to be. Can a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? And then it says, can the fig tree bear olives? Can a vine bear figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water fresh. Who is a wise man endued with knowledge? Who is a wise man who is an intelligent man? Who is, who is endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out a good conversation. A good conversation. He's talking about the tongue is unruly evil, and no man can tame it. You can go to all the power of positive thinking conventions you want to. You can go seven days a week, eight hours a day, and you can listen to the power of good words, the power of thinking, the power of this, the positive power. Now, is that a bad thing? No. It's a supplement of good in your life, but it's not the root of the foundation that you need to have. That stuff, the Word of God says, no man can tame the unruly, evil tongue. So who can tame it? Well, you get born again, the old nature dies, all old things pass away, all things become new, you have the Spirit of God in you. Now the Spirit of God in you, you have the capacity now to use and read the Word of God, get the Word of God, the living bread, the living Word in you, and then the Word says um, in uh, Proverbs 10, verses 11, that the mouth of the righteous is a well of life. And a well is something that you pump out, and it's deep, and it's always there. The well of life comes out of a what man? A righteous man. And what is a righteous man? Right standing in God. 
born again. The old man is gone. The new man is born again. The spirit of God has been placed in him. And now you have the choice to speak death and speak life. But what you're going to get out of that is a whole lot of death. Because like it says, you can't have sweet water and bitter water coming out of the same fountain. What's going to happen? If you have a little bit of salt in the water, the water is salt water. You can't divide that. So your word, so the word of God says no man can tame the tongue. But now the old man has passed away. You have the new man. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you. But now you must train it. Now you must renew your mind. Now you must mirror and image the word of God, the spirit of God, by the spirit of God, in the name of Jesus, through relationship, through training. And you see that football player running down the field with a football, and you're like, my gosh, he looks like a streak of lightning. He's just like zipping here, zipping there, stop, go. And, I mean, you know, that would take me 20 minutes, right? It takes him, you know, what, a couple minutes? And he makes a touchdown, and he is flying. And, and he's probably carrying, you know, 200 pounds of his body weight. Well, the reason why he made that look simple is it was, but what came before that was a whole lot of training. Um, uh, beautiful singers, um, uh, uh, such as uh, I always used to marvel at uh, Whitney Houston. I mean, to me, that woman sounded like, uh, you know, at times her voice was so uh, uh, pure and, and so uh, it was just a beautiful voice, and and when she would sing, it would it would look like she was breathless. It would look like it was easy, and and but what came before that was a whole lot of training. And Michael Jordan and everybody else, yeah, it, it is simple at one time, but but to to keep it simple is they had to start training and then the training gaining momentum and then momentum gaining power and pretty soon they can just handle this gift that they have and they just they execute it where they want it to go no different than our tongue the tongue of the just is choice silver the word of god says peter says we must come away from vain conversations. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. What the conversation does, people, is you can, even as a believer, you can sit there and read your 20 scriptures in the morning and then, then walk away and join into a conversation of life like that fountain where there's bitter water and sweet water coming out, but you and I both know you can't have bitter and sweet coming out of the same fountain because if there's a little bit of bitter, then all the water's bitter. So if you are reading your scriptures and then you're joining in life, and you and if you are not aware of what I'm talking about, if you are not training, if you are not pressing, if you are not pushing, if you are not training yourself, uh, then I can tell you, you are not in control of your life. God gave us the power and the capacity and the ability 
to become powerful in every area of our life and this is where it starts the word of God says in Proverbs 12 that that we are uh, snared uh, by the words of our mouth well let's see where is that yeah Proverbs 6 you are snared you are snared with the words of your mouth you are taken with the words of your mouth snare listen to that word snare where do we hear the word snare uh, excuse me I got to bring that back up again um, the, the word snare is uh, comes out of Psalms 91 the snare of the fowler do you suppose that Satan the ex-god of this world but is still running around having a lot of power out here because my people perish for lack of knowledge um, do you suppose that the enemy is uh, laying down like a snare of the fowler tricks and traps for us so that we um, are snared with our own words he it's very simple for uh, the enemy Satan to uh, uh, trick and trap us he, he really doesn't even have to worry about us um, and that's why he doesn't want you to know this message see as, as long as you you get saved you're gonna go to heaven but he's gonna try to make your life as miserable as he can while you're here and that ought not to be so no that must stop we must stop and realize that there's another part of our armor that we must engage. We must take control of that. We can take control of it. It's throughout the entire Bible. Jesus said we were given new tongues. There is power in the tongue of death and life. Well, that means we have power in the life zone. Okay, so the mouth of the upright in Proverbs 12 says, the mouth, listen to this, does God do it? No, it says the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. So does that say God does deliver us, but in this particular scripture, where's the deliverance coming from? The mouth of the upright shall deliver them. This piece right here is we, it is our footsteps in the earth. We're walking on our words. You don't like where you are. You don't like where you're walking. You don't like where you're living. This has got to stop. And that the, the, the mindset and the perception of what we see, what we hear, it drops in our heart. It comes out of our mouthpiece and we are walking on it. That is the fruit. It says that you will eat the fruit of your words. In, in, in uh, the New Testament, Jesus says for every idle word in Matthew, every idle word you speak, you, you will give an account on Judgment Day. Well, that is here as well. Judgment is coming out of your own mouth about everything. And again, what I'm telling you is that if you are not training and praying and working on this daily, then you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are living your own words. It's a painful message. I've been telling everybody all week, this is a painful message because, because the tongue, the tongue, it says, 
that a wise man, an intelligent man that has is endued with knowledge, let him show out a good conversation with meekness of wisdom. Okay, so this is the word of God. It's painful because we don't want to have to train. We want to be saved and we want to lay on that couch, so to speak. I'm not saying uh, you were lazy, but I'm saying in this particular area, we lay on a couch and we say, I'm saved. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. I'm going to heaven. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I am so happy. All the while, we, we couch ourselves in our mind and we say, oh, dear God, please send us some money. Please send me this. Please send me that. I need a new house and you need a new car. Well, he knows all that and he wants you to have it. But doesn't it gross you out if you have a child that knows better, that is laying on the couch in the house and they've got a messy room, and they've got a bad attitude, and and uh, maybe that child is 45, and they're still on your couch. Mama, mama, there's something gross about it, because you have provided them this home, you have provided them everything, and then they lay there, and they want you to do everything for them. Well, that's the same grossness that God feels he is a personality that he sent his son and to die for us a hellish death he was beaten and whipped and and destroyed and he went and faced satan he took the keys to death and hell and he came back and gave him a man and now he said you have a new tongue now you take your tongue and you walk through this earth with power and dominance and uh, do not speak idleness. Do not speak death. Your conversation must be intelligent. Take your conversation with God like Adam had it. Walk through this earth like the Garden of Eden. Walk through this earth and dominate. You're saying, Lori, my gosh, really? This is this is a this is a lot. This is a this is gonna be a lot of work. Yeah. And it was a lot of work for Michael Jordan and Whitney Houston and that football player that makes that touchdown. And uh, But the word of God says the tongue of the just is choice silver. So do you want to stay on earth and be couched in your mind, laying there going, oh, God, do something for me. And he's like, oh, my gosh, my grace is sufficient for you, Lori. I gave you everything. I gave you my son. And then I gave you my, my spirit is in you and you are sitting on the couch of your mind demanding that I take control when I'm not a controller of your words, then you might as well just be a puppet. It's not a relationship. So we have responsibility here, folks. We have responsibility, but the responsibility like a marriage is you, you get married and, and it's work through your whole life. You trailblaze together, uh, holding your marriage together and working it out and working it out. And it, it is called W-O-R-K, work on your marriage. But the benefits of it is you getting closer. Intimacy, 
with your partner day every day in conversation and life and issues and you get closer and stronger and you bond so the the work the WRK the training T-R-I-N-I-N-G training part of it is really not work at all when you really look at what you get back out of it it's a win-win situation you work on your marriage you got a good marriage well, God's saying the same thing. I'm a relationship. I gave it all to you. Now let's train and work together through life, through a good conversation. And it's a win-win. You have love, power, and sound mind, Lori. You're blessed financially, spiritually, socially, emotionally, financially, relationally, in every area of your life. So these are the reasons why we want to say, yes, Lord. Yes, I, I want this. I want this armor. I want this armor. And 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 we're going to grow and we're going to become dominant in this earth. Love, power, and a sound mind. And he wants you to have everything. And I'm showing you. Just come to these sessions with a clean heart and a clean mind. Because I'm showing you the keys to this kingdom. Okay, so we're done for today. Thank you so much for joining me. We're gonna we're gonna continue on tomorrow. And uh, Lori Haywood hyphen mains. If you wanna uh, talk and um, communicate with me, I'm gonna close my eyes and give you the opportunity to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You can be in like that. You don't have to get rid of anything. Uh, that'll take care of itself. You and God will take care of it. You don't clean up to come to Jesus. You just give yourself to Jesus and he cleans you up, okay? So let's not make that complicated, right? Because who wouldn't want love, power, and sound mind and all wealth and health? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want that? That's what you're doing right now. That's what you're fighting for in life is more. Well, he's giving it to you free, okay? It's a beautiful life. And, uh, Let's just close our eyes and Father God, just repeat after me in Jesus' name. I want this power, this love, and this sound mind. I want this ability that Lori's talking about. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. I give you my life. I repent. I ask for forgiveness. Thank you for coming into my heart. And now let's begin our journey together. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you've, if you've uh, received the Lord and you want to uh, let me know, feel free to go to lauriehaywood-mains.com. Reach out to me. I'll help you out. If not, then find a good church. Find a good body of Christ that's, that's saying the same concept that I am. You need a good body of people around you. Um, all right. We're going to continue on tomorrow. And uh, we... Um, Let's see. Yeah, we're going to be uh, back tomorrow. And uh, I want to say thank you. Um, share this um, on, on social media. Follow me. And um, I think that's it for today. So, all right, I'm going to cut you loose. God bless. <laughs>